Texas FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. Hope everybody had a great uh, weekend. Yes, we got our last summer holiday coming up this weekend. A little Labor Day action. Well, let's see here. We'll talk a little bit about last week. Of course, we had three games canceled. Blackman at Gallatin, Stewart's Creek at uh, East Nashville Academy, and of course, um, um, Rockville at Smyrna. I'm trying to find it there. Um, Siegel Laverne, Siegel, 28 27. Trail 21 to 6 in that game. I'd say most times Siegel has been in that type of spot in recent years. Uh, they've just tossed the towel in. But So kudos to them for uh, getting him a big W. Uh, Riverdale, impressive. 35-0 over Rossview. Warriors yet to give up a point. Eagle Bowl 49, Houston County 14. Pretty tight game at the halftime. The Eagles blew it open. MTCS lost a tough one. To uh, Grace, Franklin Grace, 35-33. And um, they actually had a chance to tie that late in the third quarter. But missed a two-point conversion quarterback for Franklin was like 25 of 27 for four touchdowns. All of the same player. Then on Saturday, Oakland plays down in Mississippi, the ESPN uh, two game. And um, really kind of set the tone early. Had a nice about 10 yard run, then hit a pass to Antonio Patterson. uh, And it was essentially over. I mean, the Patriots' defense, you know, they give up some yards now. Now, this team, Madison Ridgeland Academy, probably not as good as they've been the last couple years. After viewing them, they got some young players. Tell you what, they got some size and athletes, so 
Uh, they got some good looking athletes and um, well coached, but they were not as disciplined as Oakland were, was in terms of jumping offsides and, and having that. And, you know, while Oakland did give up its fair share of yards, you know, maybe between the 30 yard lines. Man, they just came up with big, big plays on first down and would get uh, Madison MRA. They would get them in just terrible down and distance situations. And then, of course, Jordan James had the big game. They had a couple interceptions. All in all, a pretty clean football game for Oakland. And I'm sure um, made that drive home a lot better but um, you got to move on um, this week we got Rockville at Siegel both undefeated yes uh, you heard me correctly Oakland at Stewart's Creek Oakland won 17 in a row now uh, Stewart's Creek played them pretty good last year uh, Riverdale Blackman, the backyard brawl. Woo. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Riverdale will not shut out Blackman. I think this will be a good game. It always is. Call it the backyard brawl for a reason. <clears throat> Both these teams are pretty close by. Don't necessarily like each other. And um, should be a entertaining game. Smyrna goes to Hillsboro. Laverne at Antioch. <coughs> Excuse me. Got these allergies. You know, when the seasons start to change, I always get these allergies. They're crazy. Um, got uh, Laverne at Antioch. They ought to get well. You got Moore County at Eagleville. And you got Clarksville Academy at Middle Tennessee Christian School. Okay, it's also... The start of college football season. And boy, what a full slate in Conference USA. Um, of course, right here, middle place host to Monmouth. A team that uh, made the um, FCS playoffs last year. So... Um, Anytime you play a team that's, you know, that good at that level, they can play with a lot of teams. So, heard Chip, Chip talking yesterday about had a good running back coming back and a good quarterback coming back. I know Middle is awful excited about their defense. <clears throat> and, you know, if you heard Coach Stockstill show Yesterday evening, he's excited about the offense. Says probably as much talent and depth at skill positions that he's had. So that's good to hear. Um, but anyway, it's a 6 p.m.er. It's community day. Good time to get back out, see the Blue Raiders play. In other games, in Conference USA this week, we got UTEP at New Mexico State. Huge rivalry. Um, 
FIU hosting Long Island. Interesting game. UT Martin at Western Kentucky. Uh, Old Dominion at Wake Forest. Uh, Duke at Charlotte. Rice at Arkansas. La Tech at uh, Mississippi State. Northwestern State at North Texas. Southern Miss at South Alabama. Uh, Texas San Antonio at Illinois. Um, North Carolina. Um, Virginia Tech is also a game. Uh, on the East Coast, it's worth looking at. FAU at Florida. Big Ten starting with some conference games. You got Michigan at Northwestern, Penn State at Wisconsin, Indiana at Iowa, West Virginia at Maryland. Um, let's see what else we got. Louisiana used to be known as Louisiana Lafayette. Only an an eight-point underdog at Texas. Of course, they're nationally ranked. Uh, Texas Tech at Houston. Uh, East Tennessee at Vanderbilt. Louisville versus Ole Miss. Uh, Notre Dame, Florida State. LSU at UCLA. Long trip. UCLA has the benefit of having played last week against Hawaii. And the two big games, really, I guess, are um, Alabama and um, Miami of Florida, and then obviously Clemson and Georgia. So there's a look at last week, uh, this week, and um, we'll talk more about College football as the week goes on. Tennessee opens Thursday against uh, Bowling Green. I think they're about a 24-point pick. The Georgia, no, the Georgia, the, Minnesota, the Michigan, if I can get it out, transfer Milton. He will start at quarterback for Tennessee. I think they had a pretty spirited battle for that position. I think Tennessee's going to score some points. I mean, that's the M.O. for Josh Heupel. question is, can they remotely even slow anybody down? Well, we'll start getting some answers this week. You're listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals. Since founded in 1906, that's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Are you looking for a different kind of bank? Open your eyes to a credit union. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help hardworking Americans achieve their financial goals faster. And because we're owned by our members, you get a piece of the pie. 
Visit our website, heritagesouth.org, to open your first account and see how we help when others won't. Insured by NCUA. Steered Straight now has two thrift stores, 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard and 903 Mercury Boulevard. We opened up a second store, 903 Mercury Boulevard, which is going to be renamed Martin Luther King Boulevard. And it's furniture and thrift store too, so now we have two stores. Michael DeLeon with Steered Straight Thrift Stores. We have an antique and collectible room. A guy came in yesterday and said we had a statue down there from 1964 of Charlie Chaplin. said, I've been looking for this statue for like 20 years. 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard and 903 Mercury Boulevard. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All right, we started talking about with um, college football cranking back up. The SEC's kind of falling in line with the other Power Five conferences. Um, and they pretty well made it clear if you don't play do if you don't play because of COVID, you'll take a loss. Kind of falling back on, you know, they're essentially forcing the players' hands to get vaccinated. Uh, the SEC is the latest to announce it. Um, <clears throat> if uh, either team has to forfeit, they get a loss. And they get a conference loss. Um, if both teams can't play, they get a loss. It's not a no contest. So you're going to pay the price. Um, um, if you... Uh, don't play your scheduled game. And I don't know how... I mean, well, I guess it's feasible. They already voted to do it. But, I mean... I think you're going to have more contact tracing. It's not going to be surprising to see a team have five or six players out. But... um, Who are they? That's what's going to be the big thing about it. Who are those players? Is it starting quarterback? Is it a backup? And, um, and you know, I don't know what the – it's kind of different with um, like high schools. They can't even bring it up. I mean, there's a privacy situation there where they can't. But 
the NCAA, I mean, not the NCAA, each conference can, you know, this reminds me of the Tannehill deal. He goes, you know, we're not being forced to, but we're kind of being forced to. They're forcing our hand, <clears throat> excuse me, to go ahead and get um, vaccined. And um, I think you're going to see that with um, colleges. I don't know what middle's rate is on vaccination. I don't know that any of that will ever be uh, released. Some pro teams have done that. You know, and you can be at 90%, but that don't mean some other cats. I mean, the Titans have got what? Seven, eight, nine on the COVID list right now. They did make some cuts today. <clears throat> Nothing surprising in there. Uh, Cam Newton getting getting um, released uh, was, I think that was a surprise. They're going to turn it over to Mac Jones right away. Um, and that's been one of the hot debate topics really on TV most of this fall camp. They're going to go with Mac Jones. They're going to go with um, Newton. And most of the analysts were pretty, I don't know, I think they're fairly fairly even in their opinion on it. So I'm thinking that, you know, let Cam start and then if it doesn't work out, go ahead and go with them. Mac Jones, but then that's not going to be the case. Um, I am looking forward to um, seeing what the Titans do, and boy, they got a they got two tough games opening up out of the shoot. Uh, you got Arizona at home, then you go to Seattle. So I mean, you take a split. Sure don't want to come out and throw a couple goose eggs up there. But, you know, Kyler Murray, he's a dangerous quarterback with his feet and his arm. And, you know, when you got DeAndre Hopkins, who's made, who's got contract extensions because of his work against Tennessee, I mean, he just, he's always come here and made himself at home. Um, I haven't read, I don't read anything into the preseason. You know, everybody's kind of handled this a little differently. You know, the other night, I think Brady threw the ball 15 times, 150 yards, played a whole quarter. You know, Tennessee, they've kind of sat there, guys. And, you know, what are they going to do at tailback? Evans is out again. Guy can't stay on the field. Guy running back from Appy State. I thought he was going to be a heck of a good player for the Titans, but you know, if you can't get on the field, you're you're not doing anybody good, and that's bottom line business. Not suggesting they're going to get rid of him. They're not, but um, you know, I mean, what do we know about Julio Jones? We know when he plays that he's a bad. You know what? But how much rapport do him and Tannehill really have? 
So, Titans got a lot of questions. They're playing a first-place schedule. They got a lot of tough ball games. They got the 49ers. And I know, I know it was against backups. They're just a physical running offensive football team. And if you can't stop the run against those cats, you're in trouble. You know, they got the Rams. They got that division. So, the Saints. They got the East. They got the Bills. I think like they play the Bills and Broncos every year. Um, but the Steelers, I mean, they just, they've got a gauntlet of a schedule. Now, the good thing is, just win your division, and you're going to get in the playoffs. And you know you had a game this year. I mean, is it going to take 11 to win? Well, 11 even guarantee you're in the playoffs with 17 games this year. I think it's going to be uh, – I'm going to be very interested to see what that other game, if it doesn't really make that big a difference. And, you know – I mean, players are gonna get hurt regardless. You know, you're at the you're at the mercy of the the injury gods there. <clears throat> you know, um, but you know, last year the Titans got really beat up in the secondary, and you know, of course their defense was horrible anyway. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how much they're improved, and if offensively they can pick up where they left off. They were a good offensive football team last year. But, you know, they had to score over every 30. They had to score over 30 points every game they played just to have a chance to win. Uh, but a lot of good storylines. Uh, you know, Dak, Prescott, and uh, Dallas, what's up with him? He's got all that money now. Is he hurt? that shoulder injury there more to it than that I don't know it's going to be fun it's going to be a lot of fun of course we got a little taste of college football last week uh, Illinois knocked off Nebraska Britt Belima's uh, return to the Big Ten so a lot of going to be a fun first week you know particularly with <clears throat> Clemson and um, Miami Alrighty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Once a fear weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. So you should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Traffic's still heavy, but it's moving 24. Coming in from Davidson County. Stop and go out here up and down Loki. Also, Middle Tennessee Boulevard, especially up by the college. You know where it's busy this time of the afternoon. 231, especially over the interstate. Oktoberfest at Obergallenberg is September 24th through October 31st. Log on to I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. 
It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner and we salute our veterans. Parks Auction, we handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, man, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It's been a long time coming, but kickoff. For the 2021 Middle Tennessee football season is coming this Saturday. The Blue Raiders open the season at home on Saturday against Monmouth, their first time on the field in front of fans at Floyd Stadium in 322 days. An October 17 loss to North Texas was the last home game of the 2020 season due to multiple cancellations related to COVID-19 at the end of the year. The opponent, Monmouth. They pose a unique challenge for Middle Tennessee to open the season, particularly compared to the average FC opponent. The Hawks are coming off back-to-back Big South titles. They were 3-1 and one in the shortened spring season this past school year, with the team's only loss coming to eventual national champion Sam Houston State in the FCS playoffs. The Hawks returned 21 of 22 starters on the offense and defense from a season ago. That features 15 preseason All-Big South selections and including a sweep of the preseason Big South Offensive and Defensive Player of the Year awards. Running back Jawan Fari and free safety Anthony Budd were those preseason selections. Of course, the extra year of eligibility that has been granted to student 
student-athletes due to the pandemic also applies to Middle Tennessee, who returns 18 of 22 starters on offense and defense from a year ago. That experience, plus the added depth from the younger classes, extra eligibility has the Blue Raiders hungry to prove themselves as a group this season. So it's going to be very interesting on Saturday when the Blue Raiders take on Monmouth. This is a a really good ball club coming in. As we mentioned, they did play in the spring, had three regular season games, won their league in that shortened season, and then lost to the eventual national champion in Sam Houston. Coach Rick Stockstill commented last night on the uh, Monmouth Hawks and that they were just a solid, solid football team. And the Blue Raiders, of course, would have to be at their best heading into this one. Again, on Saturday, tailgating back to normal. Uh, It will be the Raider Walk at 345. Stadium uh, opens up uh, just after 4 o'clock. Then you have, uh, of course, the teams take the field for warm-ups. Kickoff at just after 6 o'clock on Saturday. And right now, the weather forecast could not be much better. High of 83, low of 64, and a, just a very slight chance of rain. So as we get all of this, of the remnants of Hurricane Ida out of here, we're going to have really comfortable weather leading into the season opener. All right, let's check in with women's cross-country. Two-time defending conference USA champions, Middle Tennessee, named the favorite in this year's Conference USA preseason poll. The league announced that earlier today. On the men's side, the Blue Raiders were polled to finish second again this year. Last year, Middle Tennessee repeated as the Conference USA champion as four student-athletes placed in the top five to win with 31 total points. The Blue Raiders, led by Coach of the Year Keith Roman, re- uh, returned last year's runner-up in senior Joyce Jabor, along with Faith Rono and Mercy Chepkuni, who also finished in the top five last season. All right, that is it for today. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Double-digit pay raises are history. Now money's a lot harder to get a hold of and even harder to hang on to. That's why I would like to offer you a free discount double check. I'll go through your car insurance policy to make sure you're getting the discounts you deserve and aren't leaving any money on the table. So call me, State Farm Agent Deb Ensel in Shelbyville today at 931-684-5274 because being there to help keep more of your money in your pocket is why I'm here. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
Welcome back to the show. Uh, we're now going to be joined on All Sports Talk by Larry Woody, longtime sports writer, author, and columnist. Larry, how you doing today? Monty, doing well. Just hunkered down uh, uh, like everybody else, hoping the storm blows over us. Yeah, boy, a lot of rain, a lot of, a lot of rain for sure. And certainly, I've been thinking about those poor folks over in uh, Waverly, but it looks like it's not going to be nothing, obviously, too bad like the what they've already been through, but that's the last thing they need, remnants that's of a, it, of it's a hurricane. It's having, having lived through a, couple, through, through a couple like that in, in, in my little little hollow where I live in a floodplain, it's, uh, I know exactly what they're going through. It's awful. All right, Larry. Well, um, the Titans are making their – everybody's making their cuts. Uh, NFL's going to crank in a couple weeks. Um, I – I don't know. You've covered the NFL a long time. Uh, they each team kind of approaches the um, preseason games differently, and um, and I did say preseason, not exhibition. You got in trouble for that one time, but yeah, uh, I told you about the NFL jumping on me for for calling it a an exhibition game instead of a preseason game. But uh, but uh, in anyway, I, I still think they're exhibition games. Yeah, and you know. The Titans chose pretty much set most of their, you know, their quote studs out. They didn't really play much, but they did have a lot. Of, they have a lot of new players that they needed to get work. So, yeah, it's it's good practice, good workout, and obviously it's you know it's important to to to, to particularly for the younger players or newcomers that kind of thing to let the coaches get a get a look at them and a feel for them. But as far in terms of of telling anything about what the, the real season is going to be, Monty, I just don't think you can. I, I don't think you can read anything into it any more than you could just going to a regular practice, you know, or a scrimmage, uh, because, like you said, a lot of the starters don't even even get in those uh, those preseason games, and then they're going half speed, and uh, and the, and the regular starting lineups are not in there. I'm kind of mixed up, so you you, you could you could win all your 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 preseason games and have a, still have a bad season or you could lose them all and, and go on to have a good season. We've seen that happen in the past. So I, I don't think you can read anything at all into those preseason games. And in fact, to be honest, Monty, I, I haven't even watched them. Something would come up every time they run and I, I haven't watched a, a single down of the, of the uh, exhibition games as I still call them. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, I think you look back, I think what the Titans got the most out of, um, it's when they went and practiced two days with the Buccaneers. You've been to those type settings before, I'm sure, because you get to work on all the different scenarios, situations, and then you know when they played the when they played the actual preseason game. I mean, the Titans won 34 to three, but nobody knew who any of them people were out there playing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Most of the player, a lot of the players that you see in those games are going to be, uh, you know, selling insurance when the when the season opens, or you know, flipping burgers or something. They're they're not going to be on the squad now. Now, one thing with the way the thing is set up, as you know, Monty, in the NFL, there is an advantage to trying to make an impression on the coaches during during those games, those preseason games, because they might get on one of those. Uh, you know, delayed rosters or whatever the term is, uh, backup rosters, and at least get their get their name 
and they'll keep keep their name in the mix. And then sometime in the season, if somebody, if, if and, and teams always need some more players as the season goes on, attrition and injuries, that kind of thing. So it's good for those guys if they can make a, a good impression on the coach and maybe keep their their, their name. Their, their name on the list somewhere. So for those guys, it, it's important. You know, for the for the players, it's very important. Uh, uh, particularly the the marginal players, uh, the guys who are trying to make the team. Now for the for the starters, not so much. Uh, you know, they they don't really need uh, the, 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 their jobs are secure. But for those other guys, those uh, preseason games are, are are very important. Or it could be um, too. Maybe you've made an impression on another coach in the league they you know they lose a player you know depending on what position you're at you know they may they may need another defensive back to you know be a backup and play special teams and the difference you're exactly right yeah i know i know and 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 nfl those those names and those lists and those rosters they swirl around so you're exactly right people uh, other coaches other teams know you know where, where the where the the better players are that that didn't make a, a roster somewhere. So no, you're right. It's it's important for those those, those marginal guys, mid level guys, and even some lower level guys to to, to uh, get as much attention as they can and keep their uh, keep keep their name on the radar. And you know, I remember there used to be like five or seven on that practice squad. There's like sixteen now, so there's some employment opportunities out there. Oh yeah, and that's 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 the guys, that's the people who benefit from from preseason games, the ones who are, who are playing for a job at at some point on down the line. Maybe not a job on a, on a current roster, but you never know. About the second week in the season, they might get a they might get the call. Yeah, and you know, I heard some guy was talking. It wasn't about the Titans; it was somebody else. They said they probably won't keep this guy, and he goes, <clears throat> but he's likely he may not. Uh, clear waivers. Somebody may just go ahead and sign him, and um, um, and he goes. But they feel like they can really develop in a, a, you know, within a year on the practice squad. Even if he if he stays there the whole year, you know, just a whole year of you know being around the team and their system and things like that. He might be a guy that could really help them, you know, on down the road. Yep. and also obviously for the for the teams now, you know, injuries seem like every, every year injuries are uh, that become more and more prevalent in, in in the leagues. I don't know if the players are bigger, tougher, stronger, or what, but it does seem seem like injuries are a big story every year. So, you know, it doesn't hurt to be be on, on one of those uh, rosters and uh, and maybe sitting with the phone waiting for it to ring. So, from that standpoint, it, it's it's in, it's good. And from the fan standpoint, I don't I don't want to downplay. It. You know, personally, I just, I'm just not not into it and got got better things to do than what's what's the practices but the fans are into it just as you know just like in college you know they really get into the into the fall practice preseason that kind of thing so there's another thing wrong with it it's just uh, as i said right now I've just got more important things to do than what's what's the uh, what's the uh, the scrimmages when you were covering the titans and they would go um you know not scrimmage just go practice as we were talking about a little earlier, did you make those trips? Uh, no, I didn't make any road trips with the Titans back during my NFL days. I went to a, I, I went to a practice camp in Buffalo. I covered uh, went up to do some features on Will Walford, the, the great Vandy lineman. So I I spent some time at a at a training camp in Buffalo, and then I also covered a training camp uh, and it was since uh, the Cincinnati Bengals when Mike Wright, the Vandy quarterback. 
was uh, trying to make a, a roster with the bingo slot. I covered a couple of NFL training camps, but I never never went anywhere with the Titans, Monty. And I, I, and I was never the Titans beat writer. I was just a, a backup or we'd do a column or a feature occasionally. I, I never, uh, Jim White was the beat writer at the time and did a great job. So I was just one of a number of staff members who would uh, who would be kind of a backup or as I say, do an occasional column or feature. So I never, never, never traveled with the Titans. We're joined today by Larry Woody, longtime sports writer, author, and columnist. We will take a short break and be right back. not waking up to the wake up crew here's what you've been missing you can only get that on the wake up crew right yes <laughs> no one else is talking about it at all don't miss the wake up crew with john brian and dalton Good afternoon. Traffic's still heavy, but it's moving 24. Coming in from Davidson County, stop and go out here up and down Loki. Also, Middle Tennessee Boulevard, especially up by the college. You know where it's busy this time of the afternoon, 231, especially over the interstate. Oktoberfest at Obergatlinburg is September 24th through October 31st. Log on to Obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral pre-planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. I heard somebody else sneezing out in the the other production room here today. So, <laughs> bother everybody. Hey, Larry, before we get into college football, I was watching. Of course, I'm a big Braves fan. Jim Simpson and I, your buddy Jim, and I'm watching them. They're playing L.A. last night, so it's a late game. And the finals five to three, the Dodgers. So there was eight total runs scored in the game, and there were seven home runs hit. 
I don't think I've ever seen a game like that. Uh, one of my buddies here had, had mentioned it too, uh, Monty. Again, I, as you know, I'm not a, not a, a diehard baseball fan. Don't don't follow it that much. But uh, it, it it had it had been pointed out that was kind of interesting. I I have breakfast with uh, uh, Monty you may, and some of your listeners may may recognize the name Skip Nipper. He's a, a baseball historian here in Nashville. He knows everything about about baseball from the ground up. And uh, so he's he's kind of my baseball source. He joins our our, our Schmitto breakfast on on Monday, and Skip keeps me updated on on what little I know about uh, about Major League Baseball. All righty, well we'll move on. Vanderbilt opens um, Saturday uh, against East Tennessee State, so uh, one would hope that uh, Vandy can at least get the season started off on a good note. Yeah, these, I, Monty, these, these, the first game of the season is, is always important, I, I think, critical, I, I think, and particularly for, for a first-year coach trying to, to start a, 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 a pro, get a program off the ground and on the, in the right direction like Evandy and UT. And, and also, Monty, I think at, at middle, you, you're, you're obviously more on the inside than I am at MTSU, but it's, as an outsider, Looking in, Monty, it seems like this is an awfully critical season for 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 middle too. So it's it's important, I think, to get to to get a season to get seasons like this off on on the right start. Now, if you got a, a good established program, solid program, you can afford to come out of the box and maybe lose a lose an opener and get get off to a wobbly start. But for programs like like these three, Vandy, UT, and, and Middle, I, I think it's almost a, a must win. To, to get those those openers, and particularly Monty, frankly, when they're they're, they're, they're should should be easy wins, fairly easy wins. You can't afford to come out of the box and and get beat by Patsy uh, and 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 hope to salvage the season. I don't think. Yeah, well, I mean, Vanderbilt for sure should win that game. <clears throat> MTSU. Um, you know, they're playing a team that's an FCS opponent. You know, middle was the one double A for a long time, beat, and, you know, beat uh, a one A team or two. Um, but, you know, when you're coming off two rough seasons, uh, nobody, does, nobody won't, doesn't care how good this team may or may not be. Because, you know, typically, if you make the playoffs and one double A, you can play with a lot of the, um, you know, some of the uh, Division One A programs, but uh, fans don't want to hear that. They 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 really want a W, and I and I think uh, Middles, I think um, you know, in their camp, they're a lot more optimistic uh, this year than they have been, and probably a, a lot more so than the fans are right now. Well, as I say, Marty, I, I, hopefully for all, all three of them, all, all three of the local programs, and, and TSU, of course, we all, all overlook TSU with the, their new coach, Eddie George. I, I think it's important for, for them to get off to on the right start, too. And But it's just so critical. Uh, I, I still think when, when Pruitt lost, lost his uh, debut game to somebody who was at Georgia State or whatever, I, I think that was the beginning of the end. Monty, a lot of fans just kind of threw up their hands and said, <laughs> good grief, if we can't beat this this team that's been playing football for three or four years, if we can't beat them in Neyland Stadium, uh, who can we beat? So it, that was just, as I say, almost right out of the box. So the Pruitt era began to crumble. 
Uh, same thing with the with the new guy, Monty. I, I just you have to win those games. You've got you've got to win those games if you're going to build them. And uh, just just so so critical. And again, that, that's the, the the hazard, as you know, though, of scheduling those those gimme games. Sometimes they don't turn out to be gimmies, and then man, you are in trouble if you if you schedule one and lose it. You know, I remember one year Middle played um, McNeese State, which has been a you know a very good one double eighteen, and got beat uh, by a touchdown. And you you know everybody's you know it's over, season's over. Well, it turned out to be one of the better seasons Middles had. Well, it's probably been it's probably been their best. It's been their best one. They um they won ten games that year and, and including a bowl game. So you never know. But I think I'm with you. All three of these programs um, that they got they got to have some positive stuff happen. Because let's face it, here the last few years the best program in Tennessee's been Memphis. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think there's any question about it. And again, you're out, Monty. You, you can't overcome it. It can be overcome, but at the time, if you remember, Middle had a pretty good foundation, you know, to, to, to kind of rebound on. And uh, now, I'm not sure that foundation is, is there. I, I just think it's, it's absolutely critical that they get off to a good start. Same, same way with, 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 with UT and, and Vandy, UT and Vandy both. Larry, the uh, SEC's come out and said that um, uh, if you can't play because of COVID, you forfeit and you get an SEC loss, you know, if it's an SEC opponent. And if both teams can't play, you know, they've been called no contest in, you know, last year. Um, no, you get a loss. And, and so I think that's kind of putting the onus on the players or, or the or whoever say you, you better go get your shot um i mean because i mean we had three high school games canceled here last week you know that's that's you know second week of the season yeah and i just don't think monty i know people some people disagree but i just don't think there's any excuse to to not get the vaccinations I, I think there's enough evidence in now that they that they work or at least are, they're a big help and particularly for people who get get that maybe get uh, contract uh, contact contract the the virus later if you've if they've been vaccinated their chances are of, of recovery a whole lot better i just don't think there's any excuse uh, not to, to to be vaccinated and again i know i, I can i can understand the, the other side's arguments but i just believe it, it 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 needs to be done, and as far as forcing games, Monty, I, I don't know any other way to do it. I I, I think with, with after almost two years of the COVID, a year and a half of the COVID, I believe it's going to have to be addressed like any other illness or injury. It's it's unfortunate, but if it, if it hits a team, it's like if it if, you know the, the the regular flu hit a team or or injuries. You know, several players, critical players, were injured. You know, it it would hurt the team obviously pretty pretty badly and i believe they're going to have to deal with covid just like they would deal with either any other injuries any other illness or injury and if you if you can't play you can't play and you and you just forfeit the game and 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 the season goes on i i, I believe i don't see any other way to deal with it uh, this day and time other than the way the sec is going to deal with it this season well we've got <coughs> we've got a few big games um uh, this first uh, weekend, um, 
one being um, Georgia and Clemson. I think Clemson's about a three-point favorite. They're playing it over in Charlotte. And, you know, what a game to open the season. And really, I mean, if you lose and you still take care of your business in your conference, then you can still get in the playoffs. Yeah, that's the good thing about opening. First of all, I, I like if you've got a good established program like Georgia and Alabama, I like to to, to open with a good a good game, get get a lot of interest and excitement stirred up and, the, and, and generated right out of the box. And like you said, Monty, the good thing about opening against a, a, a good non conference team like 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 Georgia with Clemson, Alabama with Miami, if you do if you do lose those those games, at least it's not a a mark against you in the in the conference and and in your division, so you you know you can overcome it. But uh, for teams like that, I, I really like the idea of of coming out of the box and playing a good good tough opponent right away because it generates a lot of interesting enthusiasm in the program. And if you win the thing, then you're off to a great start. If you lose the game, then again, it's not since it's non-conference, you can uh, you you still got the rest the rest of the season to rebound. Obviously, you don't want to start out like that in a hole, particularly in the terms of the national championship playoff. But at least if you're going to lose a game, lose it early and it doesn't hurt as bad as it does if you lose one down, down the stretch toward the end of the season you you can overcome it and still still keep yourself in and um, obviously sec contention and then that would put you in the in the national champion uh, contention so I, I like the idea of playing those good teams if you got a good program like uh, like Georgia and Alabama. Now, if you're you're trying to rebuild like Vandy and Tennessee and, and frankly Middle, uh, I still like the idea of, of playing coming out and playing the team that you should that you should beat. Uh, every program's a little different. I, I, I like the the approach so of, of Bama and and Georgia. All right, Larry. Good to catch up with you again as always, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Money enjoyed it. Take care of those allergies. All right, buddy. Okay. We'll see you. That's Larry Woody joining us today. That'll do it for today's show. Andy Herzer joins me tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.